I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The CoLab, which is a member-led, inclusive global networking community for fashion, beauty, wellness, retail, and consumer luxury professionals. I'm glad you're back for season two, where we have more career stories. Every week, two members interview each other, so you'll get to hear two different stories. I hope you'll learn from these stories, listen to them, share them, and join us and tell your own story. Hi, everyone. My name is Lindsay Denninger, um, and today I am lucky to be speaking with Julie Chen. Um, She is a copywriter based in New York City. You know, Julie and I have spent a lot of time chatting in the collab, thankfully, and now this is a little more uh, official conversation about Julie's career and and everything that led up to where she is now. Hi, Lindsay. I'm so glad to be talking to you here today. Well, I let's just jump in because I'm sure that you have a lot to tell me about your career path. Um, where did you grow up and go to school? You know, like you said, uh, based in New York, but um, yeah, I grew up in the Northeast. Um, I grew up in Massachusetts. Sorry, still a Red Sox fan. And um, yeah, I spent most of my life there until um, I went to college um, and I went to FIT in New York. And, um, you know, that was a million years ago. And uh, I've just I've never left. What made you go to FIT? Did you always know that you wanted to be in fashion? It's really funny. Uh, I always have always been really attracted to like sparkly, glittery, you know, glamorous things. And um, yeah, I don't know. Fashion was always like I was always styling Barbie dolls. Gem and the holograms was really big when I was a little kid. Um, so I would like make all these like pretend magazines <laughs> <laughs> of like gem and the holograms fashion, you know? So it was definitely um, always a really big interest at the forefront of my life since I was a little kid. But yeah, what inspired me to go to FIT was um, I, uh, you know, growing up outside of um, New York, you know, like then the fashion capital of America, um, I, I didn't really know anyone that worked in fashion um, and didn't really have any knowledge about um, <clears throat> fashion industry at all. So I just kind of thought that like, Work in fashion means you have to be a designer. Um, I was never very good at drawing. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I thought that's what I had to be. You know, I was like a fashion designer if I wanted to work in fashion. But then um, there was this show on MTV in the 90s hosted by Cindy Crawford called House of Style. It's very good if you um, check it out on YouTube. I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, there's this one episode where uh, Cindy Crawford followed these two editors, um, one from Harper's Bazaar and one from Vogue, around New York Fashion Week. And that is when I learned that there is this job called fashion editor. And uh, yeah, I was probably like, I don't know, like 12 or something like that, 13, when this episode came out. And I was like, wait, this is it. This is the job that I want. And I just really kind of had tunnel vision after that, you know, and um, it definitely didn't come from a family where this was like, a, you know, an encouraged or viable sort of uh, career option, you know, like my dad was like, why don't you be an accountant? You know, like it's predictable. Very different. Safe, you know, like, yeah. Um, but I just really, I don't know. It was like this, a burning desire inside of me. I don't know how else to explain it. So, um, that is how I wound up, um, going to FIT and, um, you know, believe it or not, I actually only applied to FIT. Thank God I got in cause I didn't really have any back backup, you know, but, um, that's how it worked out. And I majored in, um, it's called fabric styling. 
And, you know, it's a, basically a trend forecasting major. And uh, so, yeah, that is um, how I found my way into working into fashion and like wound up, you know, in the first iteration of my career. So that that's yeah. that, you know. It's like it was your calling. I mean, you, I, I'm actually a little jealous that you had such a clear idea of like what you wanted to do, because I know that that wasn't really my, I don't think it's still my experience. I still have no idea what I'm doing. So I'm glad that you at least, we're so driven into into this path. What was your break into fashion? What did you do right after you graduated? So right after I graduated, actually, I would say like my career in fashion started uh, before graduation. And um, I'd say going to FIT was um, had the benefit of, you know, just being located in New York, you know, so um, summer into I always knew that I wanted to work in a magazine at that point in my life, you know, um, like I said, I had like that crazy tunnel vision. Summer internships were super competitive to get, you know, um, is kind of about like who you knew and I didn't know anyone, but fall and winter much less competitive. Like they could not, you know, a lot of magazines could not find interns to save their lives sometimes, you know? Yeah. And that's where I was able to get in, you know, it was like, oh, I was around. I could definitely, you know, it was no big deal to uh, go after school and, you know, to my internship because I was right here in New York. So um, I wound up, uh, my first shot was um, in the fashion department at this magazine called Jane. I don't know if anyone mm-hmm. even remembers it, but um, yeah. it was Jane Pratt's um, second magazine after Sassy. And uh, yeah, that was kind of like the big in, you know. And the first time I actually worked in a magazine, you know, even though, you know, it was unpaid, but like I got to see like, oh, like how a fashion department functions there. And that at least gave me some experience that I could, you know, after graduating from um, college, like start applying for paid work um, at a magazine. And it's just like, honestly, I feel like it's. I, I, I can't really, I don't know, I feel bad when people used to ask like, oh, how did you do this or that in your career? How did you get your job? Like, I don't have an explanation. A lot of it was just like luck and chance. Um, because when I graduated from college. Um, it was 2001. So um, as in New York, and then 9-11 happened. And, you know, it was also at the time of the internet bubble too. So it was like, I also, you know, um, graduated into like a major recession. But you know, I somehow got my first job at Glamour Magazine a month after 9-11. Like I started probably like, yeah, it was actually like October 2001 um, as a fashion assistant. Um, I, I, you know, organized and ran the fashion closet at Glamour Magazine. And um, it was just like a, a really super lucky break, you know. It, yeah. It, sometimes it's just like universe luck, like things that you can't explain. So, I mean, that's that was how I got my first job. Um after college. And, uh, you know, just kind of built it from there until um, print media kind of, you know, came into a mass contraction uh, 10 years later. Um, so I feel lucky I was able to to ride that out for a while. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it, like you said, a lot, I, I really agree with, how did you do this? How did you do that? It's like, I don't really know. I just kind of did it. Like, I think that you have to be luck plays such a big part of it and just being ready for the opportunity to jump in, which clearly you were, you were like, you know, getting your internships at different times and and jumping into whatever came next, which I think is really smart and admirable there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think what's like been helpful for me, um, it took me years and years to learn this too, is like, you know, like all I'm really responsible for is like, I just have to take the actions, you know, of like, whatever the action is, like apply for the job, show up for the interview, like do the research. And then anything after that, I don't really, 
have control over it. And um, yeah, that's freed up a lot of brain space for me, you know, like, like getting into that kind of like concept, you know, that took <laughs> many years to figure out. But yeah, that, that, that is kind of how the world works, right? Absolutely is. Okay, so like you said, we all know magazines went and had a big contraction or kind of ended, um, let's say the early 2010. Now, yeah, early 2010. Yeah. Um, where did you pivot? What did you do? How did you change your path there? Um, yeah, so that's really funny. My last magazine job was in 2010. Yay, Great Recession. And, you know, like I had just already been through so many, lived through so many rounds of layoffs and um, had to just like change jobs so many times and go different places, you know, um, all the magazines that I worked for um, are, they're all closed, you know, like they've, they've mm-hmm. just shut down and um, it, it's, it's sad, but that's, you know. Um, life. But yeah, so I, I knew by that point that uh, I just I did not want to continue in um, print publishing. Like it, it was just I could not live with that kind of insecurity anymore, you know, to be mm-hmm. perfectly honest. So um, I mean, there are a few years where I, I really didn't know what was next. I really wanted to continue to try to be a fashion editor. And it seemed like the most plausible thing to do was, um, okay, let's let's like make this digital. Um, but I had never written before, like back in the days, like in, as a fashion editor at a print magazine, like all the jobs were so specialized and siloed. Like, uh, I, I just did like market work, which is, you know, pretty much like, you know, um, keeping up with trends and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, shows and, and, and styling out stories. Um, and I didn't have to write anything. Like there's a whole other department for writing. So yeah, suddenly in the digital world, it was like, you had to do more. Like I had to write and it was really, I wasn't able to, um, pivot directly into another, like more established, you know, fashion-based website with some of, um, you know, um, some editor, um, colleagues that, you know, I'd worked with the past few years. And, you know, we just did that for a few years and built like, a really, we didn't make much money, but all of us came out with like pretty hefty um, writing portfolios um, out of that. So um, that did help me um, segue into um, getting jobs writing for social media. That's just, you know, what happened next. And, um, you know, I worked for this uh, startup company and um, uh, that was kind of like a precursor to uh, Depop. And um, yeah, was just able to build from there. And um you know, one thing kind of led to another and, um, I, the, the magazine days, um, cause mm-hmm. she's, you know, be an editorial makeup artist and she had started, um, a clean beauty line and needed help with her social media. So, you know, I started managing, um, her social media and it was really writing heavy. And, um, you know, as her company grew, um, you know, she was able to take on more staff and we became more specialized and I was really able to own more of the writing. Um, and that's kind of how it just morphed into what I do now, you know, which is, um, you know, a lot of editorial strategy and um, marketing copywriting, um, primarily focused in the beauty industry. So I never knew it was going to look like this when I was a kid. I didn't even know um, work was going to look like this now, like 10 years ago. But here I am. And I think just like really staying flexible and open over the past few years has just been been really helpful, you know, and again, you know, like saved me a lot of like, just like brain space, you know, um, to focus on other things. Yeah, I think that's such a great attitude to have, especially in I think the fashion world now is we know is always a little 
um let's say a little a little uh so many i know i i can't even explain how weird it is right now but i think that your attitude of like you started a magazine you have a you know a website you had portfolio uh, and we're able to get a ton of great clips for it and just sort of being ready for the next move is what i wish somebody would have told me like 15 years ago to be like stop panicking oh god everything's gonna be fine (laughs) (laughs) I, I relate so hard to that, Lindsay, you know, like if I could go back and tell my younger self, like, just don't worry, just like, take the action, take the next right action, you know, like, let everything else go, it's going to be fine. You're not going to be out on the streets, you know. Have there been a time, has there been a time in your career where you did something that you thought was completely wrong for you, and that you wouldn't want to necessarily revisit? Hmm. Actually, you know what? That's really funny. Yes. Like weirdly, like how I got into copywriting is through social media. I really find that like being a social media manager, like, yeah, that old job is really not, um, wasn't really right for me. You know, there's something about the, I don't know, it was a little too granular day to day, you know, Mm -hmm. with, yeah like slotting in the post and whatnot, you know, I think um, it's for me, um, I do function better as like a bigger ideas person and, and working on uh, larger pieces of copy. So, you know, like a lot of my like executional day-to-day stuff is like, okay, like websites and uh, email marketing, you know, you know, ideating campaigns Um, that, that is, you know, things that with like a longer um, arc to complete, you know, mm-hmm. um, I do, I do find uh, a better fit just for me, um, for whatever reason. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think, uh, being a social media manager is, uh, <laughs> back in the cards for me. So. Yeah. Um, I, on a personal note, I would a hundred percent agree with you because I also find some, so much of it to be so not mundane, but like, kind of, like you said, so granular. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot for, I don't know, to scream into the void as a brand sometimes. Um, What is the proudest moment, would you say, in your um, career so far? Proudest moment in my career? You know, I would say, like, I kind of think of my career in, like, two parts. It's like, okay, the magazine part, and then, you know, like, that editorial uh, aspect of my career. And then, like, I work on the brand side now. So I'd say, like, you know, like, phase one, like, just getting to work at, really great magazines. Like I, I spent most of my twenties at uh, glamour and lucky magazines and, you know, especially primarily with lucky, like it was really exciting to be a part of culture. Like we were creating a, a part of culture, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I feel really lucky to um, have gotten to be a part of that. And then I'd say like in this iteration of my career on the brand side, I've had so many um, really amazing opportunities to work with, um, you know, because I work in beauty, like it's inherently like more women dominated. I have had so many great opportunities to work with really exciting women um, entrepreneurs, you know, and, um, you know, that's not necessarily like one moment, you know, but it's just like one aspect of this part of my career that like makes me really excited. You know, I'm just like, yeah, you know, look at, look at what can happen. Um, and, uh, you know, I think like maybe like to ladder down from that, working with a lot of these entrepreneurial women, um, I've gotten also to work on some of these brands that are really different than anything mm-hmm. I grew up 
with, you know, um, I'd cite like um, this skincare line called Poswell Aging. Um, I got to work on that with um, Base Beauty Creative Agency last year. And um, it is like one of the first skincare lines that was just like directed and made specifically for women um, going through menopause. And uh, it was really exciting to be part of changing the conversation of menopause. And that was like a key goal of the brand. You know, it wasn't just like, mm-hmm. oh, skincare for, you know, like these hormonal changes. It was also about like changing the, yeah, like the tenor of what, you know, menopause is. It was just like until, you know, for a long time, it's always been like, oh, aging is shameful. You don't want to do it. You know, like all these products that we use that are like under the guise of like, or like literally named anti-aging, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was a very cool experience to to work with someone that was like, no, 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 aging, awesome, you know, like a hundred years ago, we didn't get to live to even be this old, you know, to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is awesome, you know. Um, so yeah, those were some, you know, it was a really exciting experience for me. Um, that definitely stays at like the highlight, you know. Yeah, highlight. that sounds awesome. So I, I'll say this then: if you have, I mean, you've had such incredible experience and been able to pivot in this sort of beauty and fashion industry that you love and you've ridden the waves, where do you think the wave goes now? (gasps) Where does the wave go now? You know what? Hmm. Honestly, I'm not really sure. You know, Um, I may have to like talk this out with you, like in real, in real time right now, where does the wave go? I mean, I don't know if this is like larger macro trend or anything like that, but I really just do think that like we're living more on our phones and mm-hmm. I don't know what the the trend will be, but in terms of like, oh, what sort of like products, like digital products, products will be out there. But like, I do think like, oh, in like 10 years, maybe like there's just going to be like the computer's going to be like, mm, kind of obsolete, you know, like email yeah. is like, kind of obsolete. Like we're on Slack now. Like email is like, I don't really check my email that much, you know? Um, I don't really use my computer that much except for like, oh, if I have to do something like maybe more complicated and need a bigger screen, you know, like yeah, absolutely. Setting, <laughs> setting up a really like, you know, annoying spreadsheet or something like that. Yeah. I, I guess I see like, you know, that that's kind of the future. And uh, I, I do, I would like to see like more of an amplification of like what is happening right now, which is like such this huge change in beauty and fashion the past few years in terms of like inclusivity and mm-hmm. um, just the um, kind of like multiplicity of options and ideas of like what is cool and what is beautiful, you know, all the different body shapes out there, all the different like, you know, skin pigments out there, all the different, you know, like hair textures out there. It has been like, I am really into Gen Z and their attitude of just kind of like acceptance, you know, and meeting people where they are. So um, I don't know. I would just say, I guess for myself, like, even as I get older, you know, like, what do I want to do with my future, you know, putting back on Mm -hmm. myself, I would like to, you know, spend like later years of my career supporting um, much younger talent, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to to realize, you know, their, their dreams, you know, because I really do feel like um, this, this younger generation, Gen Z specifically is, you know, does have more of like a altruistic um, mission focused bent towards like their form of business, you know, or capitalism, their take on, you know, whatever it is that they're building. And I, ju- I just really admire and appreciate that. And um, gonna, gonna, gonna put my money behind that. <laughs> yeah. 
And, I'm and, with you. I, yeah. I think the TikTok generation is going to make some big, big changes that maybe the millennials and Gen X couldn't get to. But yeah, yeah I, I 100% agree with you. Um, this has been so great to talk to you. I wish we could talk for 100 more hours, but I think we're, we're running. That would be a long podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for, for sharing your stories today. It was so, so great to hear them. Thanks so much for connecting today. Thanks for listening to the CoLab Career Stories. Follow us on social media at Join the CoLab and join us so you can tell your story.